They don't have to know everything, Michelle. Yes, they do. No, they don't. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. No. <laughs> you know, sometimes you act like you don't know the words to stuff because you're embarrassed, you know, because you don't want to know the words. So, like, I'll put something on, you'll be like, well, I'll try, but I don't know all the words of this song. You know the words. I hear it a lot. <laughs> It is a Producer Michelle podcast. Stop laughing at me! It's a new live one. We haven't been live for two weeks. Yeah. Have you missed me? I did. Well, I get to see you still. Oh, you're talking to listeners. I'll be over here. Yeah. No, well, have you missed me? You yes. see me every day. Yeah. You don't miss me that much. Why is there so much junk in here? Uh, I'll give you Uh-oh. three guesses and the first two don't count. Bill Handel. Yeah! He <laughs> leaves. Everything in, I swear to God. Yeah! <laughs> you sounded just like yeah. me. That's hilarious. No, yeah, he leaves stuff in the studio all the time. I always ask him, hey, bring that back when you're done with the interview so I have, you know, the thing and I can remember that we got to mm-hmm. run this interview and he forgets. It's like, have you been over by the recycle bin over there? Where he, yes. We posted single, a picture. Yes. On his Instagram, right? Yeah, at, at Bill Handel Show. Show. Yep. Yeah. Every here, here's a little inside thing for for those of you, and for those of you who don't know me, it's producer Michelle, the Bill Handel Show, and that is uh, Justin, who is our engineer on the Bill Handel Show, and uh, <laughs> lackey on my show. <laughs> but for the, okay, for those of you who don't know, if you follow Bill's Instagram at Bill Handel Show, Justin posted a picture maybe a week ago, uh, a little bit, maybe might be a ago. couple weeks. So you have to go back and look for it, but it's a, it's an easy easy photo to recognize. You'll see a black. <laughs> recycle bin with a hole in it, and you'll see a bunch of Diet Coke cans on the floor. Like a pile. Every, what the every, H? Single, <laughs> every single day, Bill drinks a ton of Diet Coke. Like, I, I lost count once. I mean, I think I counted six. By in a four-hour span. Yeah, between five, between six, because he drinks coffee first. So between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m., he will drink about six Diet Cokes. I mean, this is the reason why when we order him Diet Cokes, by the pallet. It, we order, yes, we order usually 15 cases, which is like 24 of them. At, so he's got the stack in his office. So every single day he leaves his Diet Coke cans usually when he's done and just puts them along to the side. And then every once in a while when he's got the spilkus and he can't sit still, which is like all the time. So he'll get up during a break and he'll walk out of the studio and he'll bring his Diet Coke cans with him. And you can hear him throw them. I wish I had a can in here, but you you can hear him throw them if the door before the door shuts. And he always misses, and he thinks he gets it in because he doesn't look to see if he gets it in. You're not that good of a basketball player, Handel. <laughs> it's a little tiny hole. And so if you wait a few days and you're over by the copier and you're making copies, and I realized this once when I was there making copies of Handel on the news. And I look and I see something shiny on the ground. And I look and it's Diet Coke can. 
And then you look further back, and there's another Diet Coke. <laughs> you look behind the copier, there's like four Diet Coke cans. How many do you think, because anybody who works in an office is used to this, where the copy machine breaks, and so you have the guy come and fix it. How many times do you think the guys come to fix it to find like four Diet Coke cans <laughs> behind it? You know, Every like when you pull time. out your stove, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you just, why the hell are these back here? Every single time. Oh, gosh. And it's so funny. He do, he Now, he tries to clean up the studio for the next host, and he no, does he a pretty good job. <laughs> But he always, whenever he's in another studio, he always leaves his stuff. He's always looking for his coffee mug. He's always looking for his headphones. He's everywhere he goes. He just loses stuff. He's just, I don't know what it is. He just absent-minded. That's it. I I think you nailed it right there on the nose. Is that he? And then you ask him about it, and he has no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Because I'll say, "Where's that? That where's that sheet about the interview?" And he goes, "Well, I gave it back to you." No, you didn't. Well, yes, I did. That's well, he must have thrown it away. He's, but at the same time, he's he's aware of these idiosyncrasies yes. and finds them funny, but still not aware enough to where he doesn't get adamant about how wrong you are. Right. Like, exactly. he'll still argue with you, maybe go three laps, and then he'll go, oh, I guess I do do that. Exactly. But it's, that's funny. Anyway, that's a little bit of behind the scenes. Because what, what inspired that little rant is that that... Uh, packet mm-hmm. is something that I think has been two here for two ago? days. Yeah, yeah. That is the other and, thing, too, is that the fact that other people use the studio and don't throw it away. Well, they don't know because we have people coming in and out of these studios. You don't want to throw something away that somebody might be like, oh, I forgot that. Right, but that's not the only thing that usually is in the studio. I'll walk into this studio that we're in sometimes on early in the morning, and there'll be two or three cups half filled with water. Ugh. People don't throw away their shit. Oh, it's horrible. Clean up after yourself. Well, I think it's also because you don't feel like you should be the one who has to pick that stuff up. Right. It's th- Okay, this is I'm very similar. I'm not that guy. I just pick it up. This is very similar to the complex that I live in. I live in a small complex of eight townhouses. So there are two buildings, four townhouses on each side. It's very small. We have a tiny little HOA. And part of the HOA fees is the trash pickup. That's what that pays for, that and the water. And by that, not the picking up of the trash cans. You're talking about somebody who goes by with a little, like, spear and picks up all the litter. No. Oh. I'm talking about the big trash okay, bin. Okay, my bad. So big trash bin in the back of the complex for all eight of the units. And everybody, trash days, Monday and Thursday. Okay? There's been a sign for the last three years. And maybe this is, and we had the sign. I had one of the... Okay, I gotta explain this. Out of the eight townhouses that that I live in, six of them, people live in them who happen to be Chinese, or I think they're all Chinese. I, I wanted to say like Korean, but I believe they're all of Chinese descent, and they're very nice people, very very sweet people. But <laughs> the other two, we have a Latino couple. And then Latino Italian couple, and then me and my husband, which is like Italian Hungarian. Who knows what my husband is? Irish, whatever. Anyway, doesn't matter. Italian, basically, white Irish people. toddler is what I would basically, go with. <laughs> basically, white people. So crack ass cracker. I got so frustrated, and me and and our neighbor next to me, who happens to be Chinese, we got so frustrated at people leaving their trash bags in the area where the trash bin goes when they take the trash bin out. Like, the, the guy will come, take the trash bin out, put it on the street so the truck could come by and pick up the trash. Well, when people don't see it's not there and they're bringing their trash out, rather than leave it in their garage until the the thing comes back, till the bin comes back, they take it and they leave it in the area of the bin. And we've told them before, when the guy comes back to drop off the bin, he ain't putting your trash in there. He's just deliver- He just puts the bin back. 
So the trash sits there. Yes. And what happens is rats. There are rats who hang out in the palm trees, I'm sure, out in the back where our pool area is. And every once in a while, we've seen like big giant, like bigger than my dog rat. No. Because Princess is only like four yeah. pounds. These rats were huge. And so we made, we had this big HOA meeting and we sent out this thing. Hey, please don't leave your trash there. If you're walking out there and the bin is gone, just leave it in your garage until the bin comes back. Put it. So lately, there has been, and we put a sign up, lately there has been somebody who keeps leaving the trash out there. And I'm not picking it up anymore because I've done it too many times and I don't, I don't. If you left it there and the bin is gone and the bin comes back yeah. and your trash is still on the ground, go over there and put it in the bin. Why is it hard <laughs> to take be responsibility a, to be a decent human being, right? right? Like, so we have we have messages. We have a sign back there in English and Chinese, and they still ignore it. Maybe it's because they're Korean. It's just <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe somebody made it's a possible, judgment error. But I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Anyway, I just had to get that off. I'm glad. You feel better? Yes. Good. It was just one of those things. That's what we did. That's what it is here. So one of the things I wanted to talk about last week that I didn't get to talk about. Oh, well, here it comes. I'm so excited about this. Oh. I'm going to Vegas this weekend with my mom. I'm taking her to Vegas. Why are you days. going so early? Well, because I plan to go. Oh, okay. And I'm just taking my mom for a couple of days. She needs to get away for a few days. So I'm, I already love going to Vegas, but now I haven't even better reason to go to vegas starting next march oh my god magic mike live in las vegas oh boy yeah we took this i think it was the wake-up call is when michelle said this about this very topic (laughs) yeah oh i can't wait i can't i can't i can't i can't wait it's going to be awesome. It's going to be lots of guys doing what I described as the truffle shuffle with their six-pack abs. <laughs> a lot of gyrating. This is what I love about male strip clubs is that ladies can go there and have dudes in banana hammocks hump at their face <laughs> and they just laugh like they're being tickled. It's like, oh, stop it. Stop it. Oh, my God. Get it. Oh, it's so aggressive. <laughs> Meanwhile, I try to make anything close to a, a, a romantic advance towards my wife, and it's like, simmer down. <laughs> like, all right. I don't need that. Yes, Magic Mike Live is coming to Vegas in March 2017, and Channing Tatum, who I think is absolutely adorable and the sweetest guy ever. Only, And I don't even know him. Yeah, I just so know he's the sweetest no, guy don't. ever. We and- discussed this. You think he's the sweetest because he's so attractive. He's Oh my god, he's so hot. <laughs> he's so hot. He's so so hot. But that's the only reason. I think if he if he looked like just an average dude, nobody would notice that, you know, he did an interview with right. someone who's autistic or not that Which that wasn't amazing. a great thing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it was but amazing. But I just think it's it's weird. It sends the wrong message where because he's hot, that's the reason why everybody pays attention to him. Because he can do this. <laughs> He could, he could wiggle around like a fish out of water mated with a snake on a stage. And all of a sudden, it's like, he's so sweet, though. It's, oh, my God. It's going to be at the Hard Rock uh, Hotel in Vegas, the show. And it's Perfectly called Magic. Named. It's Magic Mike Live. 
And he, when he announced this on Facebook, he had this video where he's like, let me introduce you to some of the guys that are going to be in the show. Oh, my god! You're like, oh, my God, that's a hot guy. Oh, my God, that's a hot guy. None of them are as hot as Channing, however, I, in my opinion. It, but Channing said he doesn't plan to go on stage yet because he's not in shape. Oh, come on. Oh, where's your sweet guy now? He he's- hires a bunch of Uggs because he doesn't <laughs> want to be upstage when he joins the venue. No, he's just not in shape yet. He's, he's going he's gonna to get up on stage, and I cannot wait. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Are you really like, if it gets announced... Oh. How much would you, Michelle Q, pay for a ticket to see Channing Tatum as Magic Mike himself oh at Magic God. Mike at the Hard Rock Cafe in Las Vegas? I would. I think I would pay almost a thousand dollars. So just if it was nine ninety nine, I think I would pay it. You would be like, I'm in. I I absolutely think I would. And what? Because would your... here would my rationale be. I'm listening. I I have enough comps to stay for free. In so Vegas. you wouldn't be paying for the hotel. So I wouldn't be paying for the hotel. And usually with my comps for the room, I get some kind of comp for food. So I usually don't pay for any meals. So the trip would probably cost you 1300 bucks total. Yeah, because I figure I would drive. I would drive and that wouldn't cost very much. And yeah, that would, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would go by myself. Like I would go, I wouldn't take anybody else with me. I would just go by myself. Would Mr. Cube come with you? No, well, I miss Kelly. I know. It made me laugh to say that. No. You don't think Tim would come? No. Not to watch it? He won't go with me to a Bon Jovi concert. <laughs> because he's, even though I, if I said, the only thing in the world I want is to go for you to go with me to Bon Jovi concert, and he wouldn't go because he said it would he would have such a horrible time, even if he tried to fake having oh. a good time, that it would be a negative experience. So for he's me. saying I'm not good enough of an actor. Exactly. But so would you though? How much would you pay then mm-hmm. to have uh, Magic Mike uh, bring his bell clanger close <laughs> to the facial unit of your? If uh, that was a guarantee, yeah. If that was a with lot, the t- price of my ticket that he was going to coyly gyrate around your that husband, he was going to dance on me or your husband or my husband, I would pay like fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, oh, I think that's. About. I didn't even think of that. What if you get private, like not private? I guess that would be a lot to expect. But if he danced on me yeah. for a minute worth of the song, uh huh. A minute's a long time. Mm, I think fifteen hundred. I think I would. That You're would be. only five hundred bucks to yeah. get. Because he is married, so I have to respect that. No, you don't. A little bit, yeah. Because his wife seems to be really sweet too, and they just, they're just adorable. Listen, too. I would let his wife dance all up on me, and I wouldn't even think <laughs> twice about she it. She is a dancer too. Yes. She's an awesome dancer. They met at Step It Up oh. four point seven or whatever. And have you ever? Did you ever see? I showed you that um, the uh, what was the lip sync battle? The lip sync battle. Yeah. yeah, they were awesome in that. They were the best I've ever seen. They I'm pretty just... sure she danced to mm. uh, this she song. <laughs> She did his routine, and it was awesome. It was really, really... He's just... Oh, my God. He's just, I see him, and like I get flush. I got to see if we could try to get him in here for an interview. I don't know if what, I, what I would say. I really don't. Here's, here's why I think he's super nice and really adorable. One, he did this interview, and you saw this interview, with this uh, Carly Fleischman, who does a YouTube uh, series called Speechless with Carly, and she's nonverbal autistic. So she types out the questions on her little iPad, and... She plays them for the person she's interviewing, and her first guest was Channing Tatum, and it was the just uh, the most adorable thing I've ever seen. But the other reason why I think he's absolutely a nice guy is because he 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 doesn't take himself seriously, and you can tell that by the by the roles he's taken. Like he's not afraid to make fun of himself. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid 
to poke fun at himself. And your theory about that is that because you're so good looking, yeah, you can afford to yeah, do that. Yeah, you don't care. You don't have to worry about because anything you do, he could <laughs> fart and you're like, oh my God, look at him. He's just like us, everybody. He's just, just like him. us. It smells like rotten eggs <laughs> met a 48-year-old potato I, in here oh. while in a manure patch, but he's normal. I, I just I adore him. I just, I don't know what it is. I absolutely, him and Chris Pratt. He's, Chris Pratt's the other one. I think, here's, if I'm being way serious about it, I think it's that they are good-looking dudes who are extremely comfortable in their own skin. Yes. and they But they don't put on the... Channing uh, Tatum dressed like a woman for his slip-sync battle. Not, that does not mean that he... He was Beyonce. I'm trying to help your point. You're not. And you keep crapping on it. <laughs> Just because I'm saying he's comfortable in his own skin and they don't take them, like you said, they right. don't take themselves too seriously. Right. They know they get the bulk of what they get because they're good looking. I don't think Chris Pratt knows that because he wasn't good looking till he became Star Lord. He was always good looking though. He always like when he was heavier, he was still adorable. I don't know how absolutely vortexed me into this conversation, but I was fully invested that entire time, and I just now realized I've been having a conversation. <laughs> About how two young male ingenues are attractive yes. while listening to Genuine's Ride My Pony. This is what I can do for you. Oh, this is why you love doing this podcast. I will watch Magic Mike whenever it's on. Now, listen, I, Magic Mike 2, two XXL, whatever it was, was fine. It was fine. But it was, <laughs> it was the first one was the thing. Like, right. I don't always think you have to make a sequel. Like, if you got something good going, right. that was good. He could have just done the first movie and then done Magic Mike Vegas. It would have been in Vegas last year, and I could have already been watching it. He didn't have to waste time making the second movie. Waste time. So, <laughs> but I understand why he did it. Hey, you get something, it's good, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, but I'll watch Magic Mike anytime. Like, every time I see it on TV, I will watch it no matter what I'm doing. I will stop and watch it. And it could be in any language. Yes, that's what I <laughs> I have watched it in Spanish more than I've watched it in English because you don't need the dialogue. You just need the eye candy. That's you, all you did. The whole you, thing with the girl. I mean, you don't need that part. But you still leave it on because you want to hear the music and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You want the music on. You know, you could just... you, But you don't need... You could ignore the dialogue. You don't need it. So it doesn't matter that the dialogue's in Spanish. Have you seen it enough that even though it's in Spanish, you know what is what they're saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, because if we've seen a movie, if I've seen it in English four or five times, you basically know the whole thing. So you could, but you don't speak Spanish. I but speak a little bit, just very, very. Ooh, t- poquitito. Just, yeah, I mean, yo soy Channing Tatum. Exactly. Oh yeah, Mike is magical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. My papito. That's about. I Spanglish is more <laughs> my thing. I know a little bit. I have not, however, I have not yet seen it and on any of the Vietnamese channels, any of the Chinese channels. Have you looked? Or any of the Armenian channels, and I've looked. And if it's on one of those channels, I will watch it. I would like to see the Armenian channel. I will watch it. I love him so much. Can you work uh, on getting him in here for a guest? Do you think I haven't already? As soon as you made that statement. <laughs> yes, please. While we've been doing this, I've sent an email to his PR oh my person. God, I don't know. Like, I, like, I don't know what I would do. I, we'll we'll I have it recorded if it happens. Oh but this is my new mission in life. He'll sit here and go, oh my God, you're such an idiot. No, he won't. He's gonna, oh. You know what he's going to do? You're going to walk in, and all of a sudden, it's gonna, he's going to be on the air, and Handel is going <laughs> to condone this, and we're going to go, Michelle Cube, your dream is coming true today. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God, I love him. God, I love him so much. Oh. All right. Got to move past that. Have you been watching Game of Thrones? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I got to move to the next I know, thing. I know, but it was just a funny transition to go from Channing Tatum in a banana hammock to well, Game of Thrones. I have. I'm all is, caught up. This is the Okay, so I've told you I've loved Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. I love Chris Pratt. Yep. I love my husband. Too. Let me I guess. It. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, third. Well done on that one. Uh, so let Jess me guess. Wells, Jon Snow love. and then your husband fourth? Yes, but there's somebody I love. I think I love more than Jon Snow. I love Jon Snow. I do. Oh, He's on the list, too. Oh, I know too. where this is going. Bite-sized Tyrion Lannister, oh my God. Peter Dinklage. I love him. You would ride his Shetland I pony. Love him. I, he's just he's awesome. But I, I've ever since the show first started, he's one. He's a great character. I mean, it's it's just he's an a amazing phenomenal character. actor too. A wonderful. I'm actor. tired of people, and I'm glad that it's kind of gone away. But I was really getting tired because what was that? There was some kind of. Something station, like I want to say Browning Station or something. Mm-hmm. There was a movie that he did. It was about like a train station, and he was phenomenal in it. And it was not about him being a little person at right. all. And I hated because everybody I saw talking about it was like, he does great. And nobody even talks about the fact that he's a little person. Like, oh. That does not matter. He's just a phenomenal actor. Just really, really great. But Game of Thrones, you've been watching it. You've been caught yeah. up, right? So for those of you who are not caught up, this is going to be a big spoiler. spoiler stop. So don't listen to the rest of this. But I didn't realize this till after this episode, this this last episode that they had was basically um, Khaleesi is gone, Dragon took her off, and then she got picked up by the Dothraki, and now she's with them, and they're trying, you know, two guys trying to find her. But Tyrion is still back in Marine, and he's kind of holding down the fort, right? Well, his big thing this week was you can't keep the dragons, you know. They can't be cooped up because they will die, and and you've got to let them go. And I know she kept them because he they you know killed some kid or whatever, but we got to let them go. So he goes down to where the dragons are, and basically unchains the dragons. But the whole scene was hilarious. Like he's walking down, he's walking down into this dungeon, and Tyrion he's been obsessed with dragons ever since he was a kid, and he the dragons don't kill him they seem very comfortable with him and as soon as he you know he's talking to them and he's like don't eat me <laughs> whatever and he he unchains one of the dragons and then the other dragon which is really funny the other dragon kind of put looks at him and then puts its neck out and then they, he un, so they obviously have some kind of bond right so after this episode aired i saw this article and i went oh my god this makes so much effing sense because i didn't even occur to me and I tried to bring this up to my husband, who has read all the books, because supposedly in the books leading up, like uh, I think it was the last book, it talks about much more in the book about Tyrion's obsession with dragons. And so I was saying to my husband, oh, my God, this theory that 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 I read about, it's really amazing. He goes, let me let me guess what the theory is. And I said, no, you can't know what this theory is because there's no more books. And none of this is supposed to be based on books. He goes, well, some of it's still based in the books. Most of it's not. And I said, well, what do you think the theory is? He goes, well, the theory is that Tyrion is not a Lannister. <gasps> yes. So this. <laughs> oh, I want to play my. Look at this, right? <laughs> now listen to this, okay? The, and this here is the theory. And they're saying that this last episode with his interaction with the dragons might have confirmed this theory. So the theory is is that Tyrion is not a Lannister, but he is, in fact, a Targaryen. Okay, so that he's related to Khaleesi. The dragons, and here's why. they accept The dragons accept Tyrion for whatever reason. They're, they don't like people. We've seen that before. They only like, what's her name, Khaleesi, right? So 
he's able to bond with the dragons in this unusual way. Like, how did that happen? How, why didn't they eat him? Well, here are the reasons why. Number one, the Mad King Ares was known to take unwanted liberties with, Tyr- with Tywin's wife, Joanna, which would have been Tyrion's mother. So the Mad King, who was Khaleesi, you know, all that stuff. So anyway, it could have been, a, he could have raped her, and the result was Tyrion. Now, supposedly, um, supposedly Tyrion, Tyrion's father has said before, basically, I can't prove you're not my son, because he sort of looks like a Lannister, but he doesn't. So here's the thing. Okay, Tyrion doesn't look like a traditional Lannister. This is not apparent in the TV show, but in the books it's very pronounced. Jamie and Cersei have the typical Lannister look, golden blonde hair and bright green eyes. Tywin also has these traits. However, in the books, Ty- Tyrion has pale blonde hair, possibly a mix between Lannister golden blonde and Targaryen silver gray. Oh, I, honestly, you're kind of blowing my mind right mm-hmm. now. And Tyrion, in the books, has these mismatched eyes, which they say could be a result of the fact that, you know, his, both of his parents, whatever. But the other, this is the other theory that blew me away. Tyrion, they think that there are three dragons, right? So the idea is that there are three Targaryens left. Everybody thinks there's only one with Khaleesi. So the idea that there are three, okay, let's say uh, Khaleesi is one. Tyrion would be the second. Well, who would be the third? Not Jon Snow. Yes. What? Yes. That is the theory. The, the theory is that the, okay, in Game of Thrones, there's a prophecy that says the dragon has three heads. Danny hears all about it when she visits the house of the undying. It's commonly thought that these three heads could be three Targaryen dragon riders that will fly on Danny's dragons. One is Danny, the other is Jon Snow, due to the belief that he's the son of Rhaegar Targaryen and Lyanna Stark. Because they also had a thing going, and the third could be Tyrion, and that the whole thing will end with the three of them riding off on the dragons. Which did you would just be amazing? Did you just describe the ending of Game of Thrones? It could. I don't know if that's how it's going to end. I hope. I hope so, and I hope not. <laughs> so, and the other thing is that he's so obsessed with dragons, and he's always been obsessed with dragons, and he's talked about them and researched them and all this stuff. So when I read this, it was a Huffington Post article reading. I was like, oh, my God. The good news is we'll never have to worry about uh, covering the fact that they killed Tyrion off in the show, if your theory is correct. Yes. I feel like he's Glenn from Walking Dead and that if he died, the show would die. Yes. I don't think I don't think he'll ever. Yeah. Die. And, and the whole bringing back of Jon Snow, which you knew it was going to happen, like you had to know it was going to happen. But what I didn't see coming with it was the end of this last episode when he turns the wall over to the other guy and said, my watch is done. Then my husband had to say to me, well, you know, once you die, that's when your watch is done. And he died. So now he can go do whatever the hell he wants. Yep. I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I love Game of Thrones. It's a good show. It's awesome. Okay. So last thing is I was showing you this this morning. There is a picture on my Facebook page. That you have to see here, Justin. You yeah. saw this this morning. So I saw this on Facebook. And somebody posted it on Facebook. And when I saw it last night, I just could not stop laughing. It's a photo from the Kentucky Derby from the red carpet. And it's of Tanya Tucker, who has had more plastic surgery, I think, than Joan Rivers did. Because mm-hmm. she, her, I don't know what happened to her. She's in a like lime green outfit with a big old hat, you know, Kentucky Derby. But she is standing there with 
the I can't remember his name right now, but he's a fashion designer, um, and he went with her to the, to the Kentucky Derby, and they're standing there on the red carpet, and he's in what I would say is a white suit with a white and black shirt, and when you're looking at the photo, something strikes you, and it's so funny because I showed this to Handel, and I said, tell me what's wrong with this photo. So go to KFIM640.com, keyword, producer Michelle, and look at this photo. And he couldn't figure out what was wrong with this photo. And I said, are you kidding me? He goes, no, I don't see it. I don't see it. I go, look at the outfits. He goes, well, she's wearing green. No, no, no. Look at the outfits. (laughs) Well, it's a little bit of a magic eye uh, trick in that when you look at the picture, her dress and hat are so uh, extravagant. That you think that's where it goes. And it took me, I think, this morning about four or five seconds before <laughs> I said, holy balls. Which is a quite literal yes. response to what Which this was is. not on purpose, I might add. I just This guy in this photo has the biggest moose knuckle I've ever seen. <laughs> and if those are Huge. testicles on either end of that moose knuckle, that guy needs to get this checked. Giant He's, testicles. He is not carrying cuties. He is carrying full-blown <laughs> grapefruits. <laughs> Best thing about this are the comments that people weren't putting into onto the Facebook page. You can't wear tight pants. <laughs> which like, you when you got hardballs for nuts. I couldn't even read some of these. I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying so hard last night. But one of them is I hope he brought his cornstarch with him because Papa's moose knuckle is gonna get chafed in those tight pants. Laughing like juveniles. It is funny though. What's the next one's like it looks like a squirrel trying to get out of a crown royal bag. It's just the funniest thing. This guy's a fashion designer. White and yeah, he's a fashion designer. And when you look at this, you see okay, he's got the moose knuckle thing going on. The white suit in and of itself is like a fashion disaster because I I think even if it fit right, it wouldn't look right. And this guy's fashion designer, and then he's got the mullet going on. So you mean to tell me that when he was getting dressed, not one person said, you got to choose between the mullet and the moose knuckle. <laughs> you Take can't do one, one or the other. Take one off. One of those has got to right. go. Let's, you're the lady on the show. Uh, what would you rather he take away, the moose knuckle the or moose the moose knuckle? <laughs> I didn't finish. It's the biggest moose knuckle I've ever, ever see, seen. See, I feel like as a guy, I would get rid of the mullet because, again, those are some, I've never... I don't well. Let me first. Man, I say way too much on this podcast. But no, the, I love it. I no. I'm saying I'm being too honest. Is that I've I haven't seen a ton of testicles in my life, <laughs> but those things are scary big. Like they are horror movie sized <laughs> man nuts. There was a guy who used to uh, run the board at KFI many many years ago. I don't even know if he came over to the new building, but he was in the old building, and he had. The deepest voice I have ever heard in my life. And I remember thinking that his balls must have been 10 pounds apiece. Because there is no way that voice came out of somebody with normal-sized balls. There's <laughs> not no way. Well, for the sake of science, I wish you'd seen him. <laughs> I just, I've never. I swear. I've never seen any kind of a gimmick. Those are gigantic <laughs> balls. Uh, I think we got to wrap this up. But anyway, the dogs were driving me crazy today. Uh, this morning, I was a little late this morning. I don't know if you noticed. I did. Yeah. They were, Buffy was making, she was puking. Oh. I don't know why she's throwing up, but oh. she's she seems to be doing okay now. We'll, oh. we'll see. And Oh, and get this. So my husband now is working a different shift a lot of days. We used to work exactly the same shift, which was great, but also kind of annoying because sometimes you need a little quiet time. Just a little quiet time to yourself. 
Because there were times when we were home together, and I'm trying to ro- watch uh, Real Housewives, oh. and he's and I love his commentary when we're watching TV. I normally love it, but there are some days I just want to watch Real Housewives, and I want you to shut the f up. So, Why <laughs> so is that the show he can't interrupt of all things? Well, anyway, so but so now he's working some different shifts. Like some days we'll work the same shift, some days he'll work ten to eight or whatever. And now, Princess is causing a problem. <laughs> Because on the days when he sleeps later, because he doesn't have to be at work till 10, she used to, before we leave, she used to go up on her little chair and get under her blanket and stay there. But now she runs all the way back upstairs. And before I leave, I hear her barking (laughs) to get up on the bed. And she won't stop So she wakes him up? She will not stop barking until he puts her on the bed. You may come home and that dog won't be there anymore. And then he says when he puts her up on the bed, she won't stay. Like, if I put her up on the bed, if she's sleeping in the bed with me, I'll put her on the pillow, like, next to me so she's way out of the way. But she wants to, like, get right up against my husband, like, in the small of his back. (laughs) And I'm like, you can't do that because you're going to get crushed. Yeah. (laughs) There's no way. Be dead doggy. Yeah, so she won't. She's being a real pain lately. And if I don't let her up there, if I try to keep her downstairs, then she poops on the floor. <laughs> and the door to the outside is two feet away from where... I, hmm. Come on. I'm going to try doing that with my wife when she does things <laughs> I don't see, like to just me. Just see if it works. I'm just going to start pooping on the floor. And just going, see if it works. Maybe so, start putting away your dishes, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> what did you uh, do on your podcast this week? This week is great. Uh, coming out uh, on Monday is Rachel Gibbs, which is our sex and family therapist Ooh. who comes on the show. And she talks about the 10 most common questions married couples have about sex. And Ooh. it is a ton of fun. She's a foul mouth therapist who loves to talk about sex. It's I'm a great going episode. to listen to that. Go yeah. to thedadpodcast.com for that. And you can hear past episodes <laughs> going there, too. And you can follow Justin on Twitter at uh, KFI Justin. You can follow me on Twitter at Prod Michelle. Go to KFIM640.com, keyword producer Michelle, to see the moose knuckle photo. <laughs> this is up there. And uh, you can follow Princess on an Instagram at PGK the G. <laughs> and listen, you have my little ending thing ready? Yeah. Okay, just remember. You is smart. You is kind. You is important. That's so good. That's so good. See you next week. This may mean you'll have to be a stronger man. Just sure that when I start to make you nervous And I'm going to extremes Tomorrow I will change And today won't